Oh, the post is broken, Matthews hit it. The lethal. <laughs> oh, talk about a he-man. Injection. I thought I'd actually have a, uh, a talk about a couple of things that just come to mind. The last couple of nights, we've seen a couple of million-dollar players, uh, Dustin Martin and Buddy Franklin, go around. So that, that brings to mind the like, list dilemmas. I mean, the list dilemmas are all for all clubs are all about value for money. I mean, the salary, we've got a salary cap to spend. What are we spending on? And when you're spending, say, the million dollars on one player, as probably Grundy's in that category for Collingwood and uh, Dustin Martin and, and Buddy Franklin, uh, and the, the sort of list are where are they in their career that's an ongoing big picture issue for the for their particular clubs and any and other clubs that might be about to uh, about to uh, uh, what to extend players to me I, I reckon buddy looks he's looking old to me and I'm not talking on last night because Stephen May could do that to odd players but just over the last month all of a sudden someone said to me once that you can look old overnight and I reckon buddy is now looking looking like a player as he should be sort of 35 36 years of age it's starting to, to age and I suspect uh, you you would concern yourself with what he's capable of doing next year which is why the question about any other club wanting to bring him into their club other than him potentially having another year at the Swans really interests me I just don't think he's a he should be a recruiting target for other clubs on where he looks like he's in his career. Dustin Martin is as much mental as physical, I think, but where's Dustin's future? Who knows, too? That's a question mark. Uh, if you're going to recruit one of them, I'd go with Dusty on the basis of, well, he maybe can get back to his best, but he obviously is inevitably only going to go down uh, down the hill. Then you've got selection to set the dilemmas, which are always interesting. So Richmond had that with Dustin Martin, who had obviously had a really bad preparation going into the game. The Lions brought in a first gamer, Darcy Wilmot, the other night, but both were okay. I mean, what you're saying is, is those players going to be better than the 22nd player who would be taking their place if you didn't play them? Dustin Martin played okay, sort of average sort of game by his own stands, but he finished the game, so I wouldn't have thought that. You could say that was a, a, a selection problem. That worked okay. Darcy Wilmer. Now, the big one is going to be the Melbourne one with Tom McDonald. Because Melbourne, I mean, at the moment, uh, I, I just don't think Max Gorn is a good permanent forward. He, if, if he's a ruckman who can... Jog, you know, get down there and make his opposition ruckman have to defend him. He can take the odd odd mark in the forward fifty. But Ben Brown's a ruckman side forward. So when Gorn and Jackson both charge forward, all Melbourne's got is three big players, almost fighting each other for the pack mark and really slow at ground level. Now that's where Tom McDonald's a different type of player. You know, so from Melbourne's point of view, that is going to be a selection dilemma. Is he anywhere? I mean, clearly he's not going to be a hundred percent. But at, at 90%, is he better than, say, Jake Nelson, just to use an example, just to give a different type of moving, marking player in the forward line? Uh, you know, Frisch and uh, Pickett are going to be critical to Melbourne's rebirth because uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're the, the most life in their forward line. But the, you've always got the list dilemmas in the big picture going on that clubs are now dealing with when you get to the pointy end of the season and the trade period is all about to hit us. But the selection uh, dilemma from week to week is something that is hitting you all all the time. And again, I think the big one this week uh, will be Melbourne and Tom McDonald and trying to work out is he, even if he doesn't play today, and I don't think he can play today because Casey don't play apparently, but he gets another couple of weeks training under his belt. You know, is he ready to, to, to go? Because he does add a different dimension to that forward Melbourne forward line, which at times can just look really impotent. So what would you do with the Melbourne forward line? Well, this is the fact of the thing. The people behind the scenes only know all the information. 
If Tom, if, if I will, I'd say if, if Tom McDonald was ninety percent, you thought if he was capable of playing at least to ninety percent of his capabilities, yeah, I think you'd play. Him. But that's the, the, only the people who make the selections do that. But all I say is, anyone who wants to dispute when uh, players are selected, say, well, who who would he be in for? You know, because it's only it's only about is Tom McDonald better than whoever maybe the twenty second player at Melbourne selected would be. That's the judgment call. It's a dilemma because it's no, hey, things in footy are grey. They're not black and white, but that's the uh, that's the decision that Melbourne will have to make. One double three six nine three for Nick Theodosi, Prestige Cars, Melbourne fans. Do the demons bring back Tom McDonald? Jake Melcham couldn't hit the side of a barn door last night. Is the selection dilemma such that they have to pull the trigger and bring Tom McDonald back? One double three six nine three. That was a great injection. I'm fascinated on your comments about. Buddy and Dustin. So Jim reported the other night on Footy Classified by Sam McClure that the Gold Coast are clearly still interested in Dustin Martin. If Richmond could offload that money if he really did want to leave and say Richmond could afford both Hopper and Taranto, who we hear will both definitely be leaving GWS because of salary cap constraints and other reasons. Um, I'm I don't know, and Dustin, of course, came in for his great mate, Shane Edwards. He, he looked underdone. Um, Shane Edwards ended up, you know, doing a, a game-changing tackle towards the end of the game. Could have been a game-changer. Sadly, for Richmond, it wasn't. But um, if you were, if Dustin Martin was available and you did have the money in your salary cap, would you take him on that money? That's a lot of ifs and, and buts and maybes. Would like, you take Dustin Martin? Forget about the Giants. You personally, oh, Jimmy, would you personally? personally <laughs> yeah, now we might get an honest yeah. answer. Uh, down to Bell Park, down to the Dragons there. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Lee. Thank you. No, because the money is an issue. Like You're saying if the money doesn't matter, but it does matter. No, no, I'm, I'm saying taking into account yeah. the money. Oh, I think okay. it's a massive issue. Yeah, because um, Gold Coast are are at the point where they're going to need to save some money for the likes of Raul and Anderson. And if they want to hold on to the next emerging young talent, whether it be, say, if Elijah Holland's popped, who had a really good back half of the year, he's going to need an uplift. You'd probably want to keep the you know, the greater group together than offloading. It's going to probably cost you three quality players to get him in. When you uh, see the two players, because, I mean, I put myself out of the line, said I think... I wouldn't be if if the Swans wanted to give Buddy an extra year, great. But I wouldn't be thinking another club would get him at any reasonable money. And Dustin, I would say, is a gigantic risk for mental and physical reasons. Where do you sit on the judgment call on those two players? I I agree with you. Dusty probably potentially can get back to what's his peak, like more likely to if if he you know gets involved in the game. But it, it's what else they bring to the club. So that's part of what you're bringing them into your club. But he, you know. You've got to tip your cap to, to Buddy Franklin and what he's done with young emerging forward lines. Like, you, you have a look at some of the supporting casts he's had. Look, I, I know um, Heaney's a good player and Papley's become a good player, but there was a point when they were very young players surrounding Lance Franklin and he had rookie list players who, who were all surrounded and he just kept kicking 50 and 60 goals. He's a beautiful field kick. You know, he's a guy who's kicked a 1,000 goals. Like, does he want to go into that sort of mentoring role? Even last night, as a decoy who was well beaten, look but, at the way Sam Reid stepped up as a result. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. He was though. so valuable, even when he was well beaten. That, that's what you got to weigh up. If he goes to say a young emerging club, he still took Stephen May. So if he if he didn't play, the knock on effect. Stephen May goes to Logan McDonald, and then who does then Lever and Harrison Petty close down? So even he standing there not having a great game, it still drew Stephen May to him. 
I want to continue the conversation with regard to Dustin Martin on the other side of the break. One double three six nine three. Richmond fans, you to have your say. It just seems as though with Dusty, it's more a case of where he wants to go as opposed to which clubs are willing to take Dustin Martin. We will continue that conversation on the other side of the break. Your calls as well. Luke, Mark and others hold the line. We're coming to, just before we hit the break though, just repeating the breaking news that we received about 50 minutes ago. Christian Petrarca, the Melbourne star, has a hairline fracture in his fibula, but the club is saying that they expect him to be fit and well to take his place in next week's do-or-die final against the Brisbane Lions. For Maccas, this is 3AW Saturday Finals Footy.